0: It's Friday, and I can only mean one thing. It is now time for Linderman's Picks, right here on Tales from the Abyss. I am Jay Linderman. I would like to thank each and every one of you out there in podcast land tonight for listening to my handsome voice. And yes, I said handsome voice. And why? Because I have one. Oh, man, I hope everybody's having a safe safe time out there. It's a busy time of year. Christmas is coming, jeez, a week from sunday i believe so we're like a week and a half away i'm sure everybody's busy out there trying to work and make some last minute dollars about some christmas for your loved ones i know i've been trying to do the same thing and i tell you what though folks i am looking forward to christmas day so we can start rebuilding bank accounts and that's what we're gonna try to do right here on linderman's picks uh but before we move into last week's results I uh, do want to say our no, our normal um, show, Tales from the Abyss, just dropped a new episode uh, this past Monday. It was our last episode of the year, end of the season. We talked about the movies of 2022 that we enjoyed, and we talked about a few that we didn't enjoy. And if you've listened to the show, you can probably figure out which ones. But uh, we also had some, uh, a couple of announcements. Um, my co-host and partner in crime, Mr. Padre Rojo, is no longer Mr. Padre Rojo. Yeah, he is dropping the stage name and going on to his real name, and I'm very happy for him. I'm, from what, my understanding, it's been a change that's been a long time coming, and we made a programming announcement. Tales from the Abyss is expanding. We do not have the names of the new segments just yet, but let me introduce to you again, if you haven't heard our show on Monday, to our two new hosts, Renny Rodriguez, who's going to be doing... Uh, more modern take of of what we talk about on Tales from the Abyss, and Arthur Ziegler, who is a big, big history buff, and he's going to be teaching all of us a thing or two, if you get my drift. So, yeah, as soon as we get the uh, names of these shows, we'll get it out there. But, yeah, we're expanding. We're becoming a channel. Not quite a network, but a channel, and it's very exciting. So here we go. All right, so last week, if you recall, in college football, uh, there was only one game, so let's just go ahead and get that one game out of the way. We did not choose it or do anything with it, but it's okay. Uh, it's the traditional, the annual Army-Navy game. Uh, Navy was actually favored by four points. Uh, we didn't touch it because I felt like it was going to be close, and guess what? It was close. Uh, Army beat Navy in double overtime by three, 20-17. So that was your home college football game last week. So what did we decide to do here on Linderman's Picks? Well, we decided to pick two NBA games and two NHL games along with our normal four NFL games. But right now, let's start with our NBA games that took place last Friday night. We had the New York Knicks minus three against the Charlotte Hornets and the Knicks won by 19, so they that was the easy cover there. They ran away with it. And then we had the Philadelphia 76ers at minus 5 at home against the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, and guess what? The Sixers covered. They won by, I believe they won by 9, and they actually won it in overtime. So that was a little bit closer than what we had originally intended. And I'll tell you something, folks. Whenever I look at line in games for the NBA, NBA is hard to bet on. Let me tell you why. There's a lot of ups and downs. There's a lot of streaks. For example, my team, the Atlanta Hawks, is infamous this season for building 12, 13 point leads, but within three minutes, you know, they're down one. So um, it's, you know, it, it's very hard to do. Now, the money, in my opinion, as far as betting with the NBA, is on the live bets. If you pay attention and you knew the lines before, the game started you can kind of gauge where the game is gonna go uh if you can't actually watch it me fortunately i have access to every nba game so (laughs) but however uh nba the nba as a whole as a whole product in my opinion is down a little bit however i do think it's improving anywho But yeah, um, live betting in NBA to me is where it's at. Uh, It's a lot easier than trying to pick the game before it starts because it's NBA games are just up and down, but a lot of ebbs and flows. So, but anyway, I just want to let y'all know in case anybody ever wondered. So uh, let's move on to our two NHL games, where we had, excuse me, we had the Nashville Predators. Well, they were at home and they were playing the Ottawa Senators. And on paper, it looked like the Predators should win because we had Nashville on the money line on this. By the way, and we lost three to two, so we lost by a goal. The other NHL game we had, we had the New York Islanders at home in New York, uh, playing the surging—no pun intended—Carolina Hurricanes. And the Carolina went up to New York and whooped them three to nothing. So two and zero in the NBA. 0-2 in the NHL, and now let's get to our four NFL games. I'm going to let you know now. We went 2-2 two and two there as well, another 50%. Um, yeah, as this past week was a little crazy. We had, there's lot happening. There's a couple of comebacks, um, but overall, it uh, wasn't bad. But anyway, let's go over our picks real quick, shall we? We had the Minnesota Vikings at plus two. Uh, They went to Detroit to play a very much improved Detroit Lions team. Actually, the Lions were favored by two, which is why we had Minnesota at plus two. And, yeah, um, Lions came out firing. Vikings couldn't keep up. Vikings win – excuse me, the Lions win 34-23. So we missed that one. Uh, Let's see what else we had. We had the Pittsburgh Steelers at home taking on a struggling Baltimore Ravens team without Lamar Jackson we took the Pittsburgh Steelers on the money line straight up and they lost by a point. It was close. I it was 14 to 13, I believe. Um Kenny Pickett, the rookie quarterback for the Steelers. Excuse me, it was 16 to 14. Uh Kenny Pickett went out with an injury, so who knows what's going to happen with the Steelers there. But I don't know. We we'll, we'll see how it goes the rest of the week, but guess what? Those are the also the only two we lost in the NFL. Let's move on to the win, shall we? Uh, The New York Jets traveled to Buffalo to take on their AFC East rival, uh, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, We took the Jets at plus 10. I thought that was a lot of points. And guess what? They lost by eight. So, yeah, we covered that one. And our other win was the San Francisco 49ers at minus 3.5 at even odds. This was easily the best bet of the day against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they smoked them. That was an easy spread. The game was over in the first quarter. So we had San Francisco 49 is minus 3.5, and and guess what? That one hit. So that was uh, last week's results in all after uh, four games. We went 4-4 again, 50% still in that green. Got to love it. Hopefully we can do the same this week. All right. Well, before we get into our picks this week, uh, we're going back to college football because, why? it is start of bowl season. And when does the bowl season start? It starts today. So what we're going to do, we're going to pick four college football games to start bowl season. And our first game we're going to pick actually happens today at 3 p.m. on ESPN. The UTSA, University of Texas San Antonio Roadrunners, are taking on the men of Troy. Troy as in the school in Alabama. Um uh, on paper, it looks like it could be a very close game. Both teams are 11-2. and two. Both teams are ranked at 24 for Troy, 25 for, U- for UTSA. Uh, line on this is Troy minus one and a half. But I really like UTSA. I really do. I've liked them all season. So we're going to go with UTSA at plus one and a half against Troy in what's called the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl. I'm not making this shit up. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm not making this up. Yeah. Anyway, remember that game? I know. I I'm I'm sorry. I'm looking at these bowl games as I'm going through, and my goodness, the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl presented by Stifle. Hmm. The Lending Tree Bowl. Uh. Yeah. They'll probably call. They'll probably charge you a big surrate rate to get in the door on that one if it's from the Lending Tree. New Mexico Bowl. Um, the Frisco Bowl, I'm assuming, is in San Francisco. Uh, Myrtle Beach Bowl, I'm assuming, is in Long Island. I'm just kidding. It's in South Carolina. But anyway, that's just what I'm saying, is that, uh, it's some weird bowl names, man. But anyway, the UTSA Roadrunners at plus one and a half on Friday night's Duluth Trading Cure Bowl. All right. Um, Our second game actually is going to come on Saturday as the BYU Cougars, those Mormons from Provo, Utah, are hosting the SMU Mustangs. SMU is favored at minus 3.5. BYU got off to a really hot start this year. They kind of tapered off as the season went on. They had a uh, fairly tough schedule, I believe. So that's why we're going to take the BYU Cougars at plus 3.5. Versus SMU in the New Mexico Bowl. All right. And also on Friday at 2.30 in the afternoon, the Florida Gators are taking on the number 14 ranked Oregon State Beavers in the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. I don't know if that's a title or a sentence. Anywho, Oregon State is favored in this by 10 points. We're going to go with the Florida Gators at plus 10. I just think that that's kind of a um, that's a big line, I think, for a bowl game. And Florida, even though they've had a rough season after getting off to a solid start and they tapered off by the end of the season, I think Florida can cover 10 points against Oregon State. And now for our last pick in college football this week, we're going to have to go all the way to Tuesday. And we're talking about the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. I repeat. Roofclaim.com. Boca Raton Bowl. Bueller. Bueller. Wow. Yeah, I've never heard of it either. But we're gonna pick it, we're gonna pick this game. The Liberty the <laughs> Liberty Flames are taking on the Toledo Rockets. Liberty sitting at 8-4, Toledo at 8-5. Mine on this is uh, Toledo at minus 5, and guess what? We're going to roll with Toledo at minus 5 because Liberty's head coach, Hugh Freeze, I do not i can't remember if he's still there or not, but has recently taken a head coaching job at the University of Auburn. So who knows how Liberty's going to respond to that. Um, don't really know much about either team, but we're going to roll with the Rockets. Toledo at minus 5, and one more time, the RoofClaim.com of Raton Bowl. Yeah. So there you go. UTSA Roadrunners plus one and a half. BYU Cougars plus three and a half. Florida Gators plus ten. Toledo Rockets minus five. And I am not never, ever repeating those bowl names ever again. What if the hell happened to, like, the Citrus Bowl and the Blue Bonnet Bowl? You know what I mean? Like, I'm... Everything is corporate now, I get it, because it's what the All-State Sugar Bowl, I think. Who knows? Nokia Sugar Bowl at one point. Um, It used to be the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl. I'm sure that's changed. But, uh, look, okay, real quick. Now I'm about to go on a rant. Real quick about the college football bowl system. When I was growing up, bowl systems mattered. They really, really did. Bowl systems mattered. Going to a bowl game mattered. Now with the playoff, and now they're expanding the playoff. Um... Bowl games don't really matter as much unless you're one of the schools from the lower conferences. And I think it's a little bit of a shame. You know what I mean? I really do. I really do. Even, I mean, if you won the ACC back in the day, you are going to the Citrus Bowl. You won the SEC, you are going to the Sugar Bowl no matter what. But, you know, life happens, shit happens, water's wet, sky's blue, college football changes, whatever. All right, let's move on to our NFL picks for the week. And, uh... Yeah, I'm looking forward to this weekend, mainly because my Atlanta Falcons are finally starting a new quarterback in Desmond Ritter ready to get him in there and see what the rookie can do because he's going up against the arch-rivals, New Orleans Saints. However, we are not picking that game. All right, our first pick for this Sunday in the National Football League. We are rolling with the Philadelphia Eagles at minus 9 as they travel to Chicago to take on the Bears. Bears have struggled this season. Meanwhile, the Eagles have done nothing but soar. They're sitting at twelve and one, far and away uh, one of the best teams in the NFC. I don't, I mean, they got some competition. I know they're twelve and one, but there's some good teams in the NFC. So, uh, yeah, here's looking at you, Dallas, Minnesota. I'm just saying. But anyway. But we're gonna go with the Eagles minus nine up in Chicago. The Carolina Panthers, the surging Carolina Panthers, the Panthers that look dead in the water after firing their coach and getting rid of Christian McCaffrey, the Panthers that are now in line to win the NFC South Division. Can you believe it? My Falcons have fallen off. They blow ass, right? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have gotten old in front of our in front of our eyes, like I predicted they would. Uh, And the Saints, they're they're doggy paddling, treading water. So, yeah, the Panthers could win this division. That's why this week we're going to take the hot hand. Carolina Panthers minus three at home against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Woo, there you go. There you go, Link, my man. I know you're a huge Panthers fan, but there you go, buddy. All right, the next game, Dallas Cowboys take on the Jacksonville Jaguars down in Jacksonville. Down in the Sunshine State, uh, Cowboys are coming off a tough game against a one-win team in the Houston Texans out in Houston. And uh, Dallas escaped with a victory, but I think they bounced back this week. Last week, Jacksonville had a a very good come from hunt victory, and um, people are thinking that maybe they're going to roll with that momentum, but I think Dallas gets back on track. So we're going to go with the Dallas Cowboys at minus four. And then the last game we are going to pick for the NFL is the Cincinnati Bengals are going to Tampa Bay to take on the Bucks, a struggling Buccaneers team at that. Line on this is Cincinnati minus 3.5, and, and that's what we're going to roll with. I, we, Buccaneers are struggling. Cincinnati is starting to surge in the AFC. They're starting starting to become... One of the top three or four teams, uh, their defense has improved from last year, and they made the Super Bowl last year and almost won it. Joe Burrow the man. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I think he should be league MVP. So, anyway, we're going with Cincinnati, a minus 3.5. All right, folks, just to recap this week in the NFL, Philadelphia Eagles minus 9, Carolina Panthers minus 3, Dallas Cowboys minus 4, Cincinnati Bengals minus 3.5. I like these picks. I feel pretty good about them, but you never know, man. There's been games that I've loved and would have bet a house on and lost. So that's uh, just the way it goes. I'm not a professional gambler. I'm not a professional handicapper. I do this for fun. Uh, I do it because I enjoy it. I like looking at sports. I love sports. I love looking at numbers. as part of my regular job as well. So compound those two, and I'm in heaven. So there's your PSA. Gamble responsibly. Well, guess what? That's going to wrap it up for Linderman's picks this week. Oh man, I hope everybody's enjoyed and been as enjoyed and been entertained this week. Um, just a programming note: the regular show details from the Abyss will not be back until the first of the year, but we have some great stuff lined up. And remember, we're expanding, so all that starts at the first of the year as well. Very excited. Oh man, you know what though? I didn't do something. I did not talk about our lead-in song this week, and that is my mistake. Our lead-in song this week was Kick by the great, legendary Rock and Roll Hall of Famers Def Leppard, and it's one of their latest singles that came out this past year on their album Diamond Star Halos. I have listened to it, and I've really liked it. Kick was the first single. Uh, It's definitely very Leppard-esque, if you couldn't tell, so that's why I love it. Kick by Def Leppard was our lead-in song this week. And now that officially is going to wrap it up for Linderman's Picks. Thank you all again for tuning in. I hope everybody, uh, if anybody does gamble, gamble responsibly. And folks, it's rough out there. Inflation's a bitch. Cost of living has gone so up. It's hard to live a paycheck, I understand. Um, this is definitely a time where everybody just needs to be kind. I've said it in our other show, Tales from the Abyss. Just, you know, pay it forward. Say how somebody's doing. Check on somebody. Mental illness is at an all-time high right now because of everything. So be kind to one another. Check on one another. And then uh, if we could just do that and pass it along, I think everybody would feel better because that's what we need right now because there's there's no way in hell we can help the inflation issue and the possible recession and all that. And it is a depressing time with it being holidays for some people. So just reach out, give a hug, handshake, bump knuckles, whatever. Just, hey, how are you? Hey, I heard your grandma was sick. How's she doing? Hey, how's the family? heard the wife got a new job. How's she taking to it? Pay it forward, folks. Pay it forward. And with that, I'm going to say be safe, stay badass, and good night, America. It's been fun. I hope everybody has a wonderful holiday, and I will see you next week.